Welcome back to Pace the Nation. We are at Studio 1A here in Clarendon. We're back. Same great show, different name. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me is my two co-hosts, as always, Joanna Russo. Joanna? Hey, Chris. Was it Was it exciting to announce the new name? It was, it was exhilarating. It was awesome. And also, as always, is William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? What's going on? I'm, I'm having a bad day. Oh, man. I went for a run earlier this morning, and a bee flew into my ear and stung me. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can you believe that? The bee had to have been, like, just flying along. It didn't aim for me because right. I, I run too fast. It wouldn't have seen me. <laughs> right. So, like, I just, it happened to just, I ran into its path right when it was going One in. One in a million just, chance. Just, yeah. Wow. And it stung you. Did it get in your ear canal? I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. And what do you do? I mean, you, if you stick your finger in there, you're, 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 you're removing the only exit, you know? That is rough. That's a, it was a very scary moment. Wait, uh, so the bee is not still in your ear, right? Um, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> That's why he can only hear on one side here. But. Well, yeah. I had a friend one time who had a beetle stuck in her ear, and she had to go to the hospital and had it, have it removed. I believe that. Wow. Well, I'm glad you could, you could make the show. This is the second time that I've been assaulted by a bee on that trail, too. You better find a new I got, trail. I got stung by a bee in the lip when I was like three miles away from my house. Yeah. That was terrible. What have you done to anger the bees? I just smell like honey. <laughs> All right. Well, 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 we'll get into talking about some running routes later in the show. A lot to get into here today on Pace the Nation. Uh, we've gotten some feedbacks from listeners. Uh, I wanted to talk to you, Docs, too, about uh, you, you were away last week and you did some uh, runs in Texas. We'll talk about uh, some paths that you've run and, Joanna, some routes around town that you like. Uh, and then and then, I also wanted to talk about uh, running stores and the need for running stores. Uh, Joanna brought up a, an interesting message board thread to us last night, and we'll, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we've got a new segment, the mailbag. Uh, so we've got um, the mailbag that you can send us tweets to at Pace the Nation is our new Twitter handle. So that's at Pace the Nation on Twitter, and you can send us information, questions, comments, uh, and and we we will read them on air if they are good. And I think Docs, you got a uh, comment this week that you're going to read later on. Uh, we well, got- they they can hit us up on Twitter, but they can also. They can, they can email. email you. Yeah, they can email you. And, uh, and snail or, mail. Or snail mail. Um, hit, hit the uh, Clarendon store with a with, uh, first-class postage stamp. Absolutely. Uh, and Joanna will, will take those and, and read those as well. Uh, we, got, you, you know, we had a good guest on last week. Really appreciate Lisa Reeves. We had some good feedback from that. So we're going to do some future guests. Uh, we don't have one today, but uh, we'll talk about future guests. And then, of course... Everybody's favorite segment, the Clarendon Construction. But I first wanted to start off with a very nice gift in the mail we got this week. Uh, And we uh, have them here, and they are three pairs of New Balance shoes for Docs. From Kevin McHale. From Kevin McHale. What? I know. In your size. Yeah, in your size. For Uh, real? Yeah, Kevin McHale got the size right. Awesome. Well done. Thank you, Kevin. And what shoes are they, Joanna? Um, So you have the Zante, the Boracay, and the Vazi. So these are these all fresh foam shoes? These are all fresh foam shoes. Mm -hmm. Fresh foam is the new material that New Balance uses. Uh, they've They've had fresh foam shoes for about a year or so. 
very popular, uh, and New Balance has been on fire in our in our stores. And I especially know especially that Zante. And I know you're a New Balance wearer, Docs. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I and mean, I, and I have to tell you that my staff really like that blackout Zante. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of them are the same size as you. Were they like angling for it? They well, they were like, "Oh, does Docs know how many shoes he's getting? Because I'm sure he won't miss one pair." All right, call somebody uh, out. Who said, who said that? Who's who's my new nemesis? Yeah. Oh, so, Chris K. All right. Chris K. All right, I'm writing this down. Yep. Uh, so this is awesome. So um, yeah, three pairs. You know, Kevin McHale. He went to. He ran in Virginia as well. Different. 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 Kai different Shai. Of Kai Shai. Yeah. Uh, chapter. Chapter. Different mm-hmm. chapter. Do you call it chapter? I thought chapter no. was when it was at a different school. Uh, yes. Isn't it a different pledge class? Yeah, we I don't have. We don't <laughs> pledge. I th- I think she's right, but technically uh, she's right. But yeah. it's but you guys better. have your own rules. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you can't have different chapters in different schools because Kai Shai is strictly at one school. Okay. So uh, funny thing about Mikhail, and he reminded me of this last week that. Uh, we lived in this house uh, back when Docs and I were in school uh, a few years back, and it became the Kai Shai house. So Kevin McHale and I lived in this same basement room down in this dungeon, almost dungeon-like. But, but the amazing thing about that is that, that they, were, they moved out of that house. I know. And so they, they randomly found the same house again. There was no overlap. I, uh, it's, it's, so they were like, oh, that's, that would be a good house, I guess. I don't know, actually. So how Mikhail they and I lived in the same room, different years, not the same. And, and the other thing, because I went back when they, when they moved back into that house, yeah. and we lost our entire deposit so that the, uh, the slumlord could fix a bunch of stuff. <laughs> right. And when I went back, every single thing that we supposedly paid to fix was still broken. <laughs> not painted, not, yeah. not fixed. Windows, windows still broken that we supposedly right. paid to fix. Wait, yeah. there's broken windows in Charlottesville? Yeah, well, this was not the Probably best broken from part. the inside. Yeah, <laughs> not the best part of the house. Uh, that, not the best part of Charlottesville. I mean, it was a fine part Actually, of Charlottesville. it was fine, but, yeah. But not the best house in Charlottesville, I'll say that. Some of the houses that, that they rent to college students are criminal, you know? Yeah, and yeah. kids don't know better. Well, and and they, they would just steal your, your deposit, too, because... Yeah, because they could. Uh, so, this isn't the Kai Shai podcast. Let's no, get back so, to... Yeah. So thank you, Mikhail. Thank you, New yeah, Valley. thank you, it's thank awesome. you very much. Personalized uh, note. This is there. awesome. Personalized note from Kevin McHale, really cool. So, we have been getting some 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 solid feedback. Nothing as good as that. I mean, we 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 definitely will, uh, you know, embrace free free shoes, <laughs> and free gear. So, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run in each pair of these yeah. uh, over the next week, and next week I'll let you know uh, what I think of them. Awesome. Well, Excellent. good. We look forward to that. Uh, other feedback we've had. I got a we got a tweet from Midpack Biped. Can you explain what that Twitter handle is? Mid- you know what a biped is? Some somebody who walks on on two legs. A human being. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. And and you know what the midpack is? <laughs> yeah, they're not in the, the lead pack. They're not in the, the back. Runner. Yeah. Okay. So it's the middle of pack runner. Gotcha. Mid-pack biped. I didn't know that. So it's not, not your dog, uh, Luigi. Luigi didn't write this no. one for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, mid-pack biped, show some Android love, uh, wants us to be on Sticker. Stitcher. I think Stitcher is the name. Is it Stitcher or Sticker? I think, I think you're right. It's Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher. Uh, so we are looking into that. Docs, you've looked into that. And found. I think what? it was a weekend project. Oh, I yeah. Awesome. Well, I've I have um I've looked into it. I wrote to our director. Yep. And asked 
what do you want to do? Because what Stitcher does is they they insert their own advertisements yep. onto the podcast visually. Right. So there could be there could end up being a conflict of interest. So we will work on that for uh, next week's show. Uh, but in the meantime, we did tweet out a link uh, to the URL where you can listen to the show. It's on the Kai Shai Network of Podcasts. So uh, that was on uh, the, the Run Pacers Twitter feed. So you can find that there, mid-pack biped. But we do appreciate you listening, and we will show some Android love there soon. Uh, also, we got a tweet from Santa Morthy. Uh, he loved to talk about races, banditing, and the shout-outs to Jersey. Yes. I think he's tweeted us before, so thank you for that. Thank you for being a fan of Jersey. And uh, I, I enjoyed Lisa last week, too. I listened to that back. She did a good job. Uh, Try Corbin tweeted us and said, The ramblings about running with Pacers podcasts make my drives entertaining to stores in North Carolina. Hashtag boost your run. An nice. Adi- an Adidas fan, um, or maybe an Adidas rep, I'm not sure, but uh, we appreciate you listening on your drive, and that is a good way to listen. Uh, Steve, our uh, social media maven, tweeted out a picture of, of him, himself at, uh, where was he? The, Yosemite, Yosemite National Yosemite, Park. This, this. That's my favorite place. Yeah, and he was, he was listening to the podcast there on a run. So driving, <laughs> running at Yosemite, you know, all great places to listen to the uh to the podcast uh we've also got some some feedback from i appreciate the emails from dan Yee and robbie wade uh we are going to uh take your emails into consideration and all the feedback is good and we're uh you know trying to tweak and you know better the show each week so we do appreciate you emailing tweeting or of course snail mailing into the show so docs you were in texas last week that's true and that's why we had to do the show early, but I heard you got some good runs out there. I did. Um, I stayed in this hotel, uh, as people usually do when they're on the road. Right. And when I went into the hotel, there's a traffic circle, and you go to a right to mm-hmm. get into the hotel. But one of the other roads off of the, the hotel was called Falling Water Trail. So I was like, oh my God, wow. this is this is amazing. This is in. Like I'm glad you you started off in saying that I was in Texas because of course you could think Hawaii right uh, falling water trail so I went got my running gear on and I had to go to like was we there for a wedding so I had to go to a dinner so I had to hurry up and, and get my run in so I just wanted to run from the from the hotel uh, and so as I was leaving I, I asked the staff hey do you, do you have any recommendations for for runs and you know they said okay when you get back we'll have a map printed out for you to to get to this cool place but you know but I had to go so I run down falling water trail I can only uh, imagine how picturesque falling water trail mm-hmm. is yeah any guesses out there uh, it's about 700 meters of neighborhood uh, <laughs> sidewalk and right. concrete oh, that's didn't see any mis- water no waterfalls <laughs> A little misleading. Uh, it okay. did. It did run into Mountain View Road, which has an elevation of zero great. feet. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I ran down Monument Avenue for a while, and then turned right on something called Trail View Road. Okay. I was like, oh, "Come on, Trail <laughs> View Road. This is finally we've we've made it after a couple miles. Right. Uh, neither a trail nor a view. <laughs> uh, turn left onto Rolling Hills Lane. 
Wow, that's got to be beautiful. It was the flattest <laughs> track of land in Texas, right. Rolling Hills Lane. Uh, and then finally, when I got to Bearview Court, I was like, I don't even, I'm not scared at all about this place. <laughs> he wasn't afraid of any bears no, but, yeah. attacking him. It was the, the most mislabeled streets in America. I think they must have gotten these street signs from like a failed neighborhood in Colorado or something, you know? <laughs> It was amazing. They got, them, they got them on discount. They got them, yeah. They were like, yeah, this neighborhood is folding in Colorado, in the mountains in Colorado. Uh, we'll give you half off. Um, but I was actually, uh, we were a mile and a half from a, from an actual lake that had a seven mile trail around it. Yeah. So the next day, I I, I drove over there, parked the car, and went running there. Took both my sisters. Um, actually, my mom is going to be mad because I'm making it sound like I drove. My right. mom actually drove, she us, drove over us there, there and yeah. waited for you guys, and she right? waited oh, for how us. Cute. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and well, she got ice cream while we were running. Uh, maybe I'll cut that out too. Uh, unfortunately, they're having so much rain down in Texas. Uh, most of the trail was washed out, so we just ran like back and forth on like a mile stretch that was that was available. But it was still, I mean, it's better than running in in mislabeled neighborhood. Right. I bring that up to talk about. You know, routes that we run and why we pick them. You obviously picked that route uh, because of the names. The first one I picked because of the names. Yeah. It was misleading, but yeah. Yeah. And the second one you picked uh, because it was a beautiful trail around the lake. There are a lot of great trails here in in D.C., obviously. And I want to talk about some of our favorites. I know, Joanna, you had you had some thoughts on some of your favorites around D.C., Sure. Yeah. So um, I grew up in a really rural area, so I love to run on trails or in the woods. So a lot of the runs that I do in D.C., um, my friends call adventure runs because part of them is on the sidewalk, but they always include some sort of a trail element. Mm -hmm. Um, And I went to AU. So up by American University, there's a whole um, network of trails that connect over roads. So they're called the connector trails. So a lot of my runs go over up Massachusetts and then onto those trails. And then I'll come back through Georgetown. Um, I also run at like 5 a.m. in the morning, so right. there's no cars out. And it's basically- you, you don't run at 5 a.m. in the evening? <laughs> no. Yeah, at 5 a.m. in the morning. That would be tricky. That, there isn't too many people out, so that is an advantage. Yeah, it's, and I choose all of my runs based on um, how much traffic there'll be and how often I have to stop. And, and how many machete welding. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> machete welding crazies there are out there. Uh, that's true. I, and, and the good thing about, I agree, the good thing about D.C. is that you do have so much variety. So you can you know, run on a trail that's going to lead to uh, you know, more of a neighborhood that's going to lead to a place that you, see, that, that you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, then it's going to end up at AU. Then it's going to end up at Georgetown. And those are probably my favorite trails. I call them the Georgetown trails. Are they not the Georgetown trails? No, they're yeah. not. Okay. Right. Are they owned by Georgetown? No. <laughs> Does Georgetown run exclusively on them? No, that's true. Uh, the, the, There's that, a lot of other universities in DC. Yeah, that's true. So, but well, maybe maybe he, to be fair, devil's yeah. advocate, maybe yeah. he's talking about Georgetown, the neighborhood, and not Georgetown, the the school. university. Well, but the the trails don't. They're not exclusive to Georgetown, and he's yeah. not exclusive to geography. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, but I, I do I do a lot of runs on those trails. I'll, I won't call them the Georgetown trails anymore, but. Those that, uh, you know, and if I do a long run, I certainly do Rock Creek Park. And sort of what you were talking about is is really cool that you can go into Rock Creek Park, especially on the weekends. You can run on the roads if you want to run faster. Uh, you can also run on the trails. 
that uh, kind of parallel the the Rock Creek Park. Uh, what, what's Beach that road? Drive. Beach Drive. Beach yeah. Drive, so yeah. Beach Drive, you can run on ro- uh, trails that parallel that. That if you want to get a variety of terrain or do something a little slower or something different or up and down, uh, you know, the trails are, are are a good good choice. And I usually do a little bit of both on my long runs. When when you guys run, do you run from your house or do you drive to the spot to go run? Or well, as discussed, I don't have a car, so right. um, I do most of my Uber. runs. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not going to waste an Uber <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to go to a place for a run. Why not? It's free. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Uber was free. <laughs> I'd be in the mall all the time. <laughs> right. No, most of my runs are from my house, um, but I do have one of my good friends that lives near me. He's also a runner. He runs on the Pacers team, and he does have a car. So sometimes I'll drive with him to do a long run on the canal or in Rock Creek, wherever he's going. Well, I'll be honest with you. I am guilty of taking the bike share. So I live in Clarendon, so I'll take the bike share uh, from Roslyn up the hill in Clarendon so I don't have to do the final uphill. Or I can take the bike share. <laughs> you really do that? I really do that. Like the end of your run, yep. you jump on so a bike? So I jump on a bike and then bike <laughs> up to... Uh, just being honest here. So if I want to do a run that doesn't end on a hill or if I want to do a run that's more trail-specific... Uh, I generally will run with my bike share key and my phone, and I'll just hop on a bike. And the advantage of that is that you can stop whenever you really want. The disadvantage of that is that you can stop whenever you want, and sometimes your runs are short, cut short, a little shorter uh, than than they would have been had you not had the option to jump on the bike. The well, other disadvantage of that is admitting it on a podcast. That's true. I'm just trying to give some, you know, some ideas for those being, out there. Being honest. I'm being honest. I'm just being honest. I have to say though that I commute to work a lot, and I have to come up that on bike, and sometimes I run. Yeah. So coming up Clarendon, Wilson, or the Custis Trail, right. I can actually run up them faster than I can bike. So you must be a better cyclist. Well, than me. no, I don't know if I am. It, I think it's just mentally for me. I can get to that point in Roslyn and be like, "All right, I am done," and then I'll just take a lazy stroll on the bike for the next. It probably actually does take me at least as long, if not longer, on the bike. I think that's a good point. But for me, it's just mentally, I'm done. I don't have to run up the hill. I'd rather finish on a flat surface than try to run up that hill into Clarendon. I like a challenge at the end of my yeah, run. That's true. That's where you and I differ. I'd rather run more on the trails. That's really what it is. I'd rather run more on the trails in D.C. and then have... Or Georgetown. Or George, or the Georgetown trails. Mm-hmm. And then have the, the option to bike on the more paved area. That's, that's that's really fair. what it is. That's fair. I would agree with that. Uh, so too bad you didn't think of that from the from the top. <laughs> I know I should have <laughs> explained myself better. Uh, but there are some some great routes in DC that uh, that I do generally. My my favorite is the uh, like I said the Rock Creek Park. Whatever these trails we're going to call. Let's call them connectors. That's, the the yeah, connectors. Because they do connect. They connect AU to Georgetown to Rock Creek to the field school. They connect everything. Uh, the So the, I thought, so the, you've, you've made up the connector trails. I, That's I your name for I them. can't yeah. take credit for it. The AU track team did. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so the AU track team is not no, as selfish as the Georgetown no, She's no better team. than me. She's making up the name. I make up the name. But yeah, okay. That's, that's true. It isn't all about them. Okay, the connector trail. Uh, I also do uh, Roosevelt Island a lot. is is one of my one one of my go tos. Softer surface. Uh, you can just go loops and loops around. It's about a mile and a half. If you do the big loop, the smaller loop is about a mile. 
And it's got that nice boardwalk. Boardwalk. And There's a water fountain ba- uh, bathroom there, so that's good. Uh, the other ones that I do, Custis Trail, uh, I do a lot. I know Docs runs on the Custis Trail frequently. Well, actually, the WNOD. WNOD I, and I actually, Custis. One of the reasons I bought my house was because the proximity to the WNOD Trail. Yeah. Um, which you can just run forever yep. on that one. You can get off the you can get off the path onto some trails over there. Yep. Um, yeah, it's quite nice. It is. It is. It's marked with miles, and it's you can get get fa- and, get get some fast miles in too. And and it's connected to the Martha Custis, which goes uh, all the way out to Mount Vernon. Yep. So, which I can't do. That's a <laughs> right bit now, long. You're not in marathon training yet. That's so. that's more than a marathon. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. Well, if you bike shared all the way back, then it, you'd be fine. True. But I'm not sure there's bike shares all the way out there. But anyways. That would that would be rather disappointing to get all the way out to Mount Vernon <laughs> only to find that there's no bike <laughs> no share. Bike share. Yeah. Well, at least you could Uber because the Uber's free. Yeah, Uber's, so Uber's free. free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and I also do the uh, the canal frequently. So those are my go-tos that I wrote down as, as, as really good spots around Arlington and D.C. Well, we, wait, to and run. I, and we forgot one. Um, so one of the best-kept secrets of D.C. is the MBT Trail, so the Metropolitan Branch Trail. Okay. Um, it's one of my is that, favorites. Is that Maryland-ish? Well, is that the it, one that goes into Maryland? It goes into Maryland. Okay. So it starts at Union Station and it goes to Silver Spring, or it starts in Silver Spring and goes to Union Station. So it's about eight mm-hmm. miles. Um, right. And it's... Uh, I don't a block away from my house. So for me, that's like my bread and butter run is a five mile loop that includes the MBT. And there's obviously no cars on it, so it's a yeah. really nice run. But I think you described it wrong because now that you talked about it on the podcast, it's the worst kept secret. <laughs> right now it's now it's out there. Uh, well, it's in Northeast though, so I don't know how many of our listeners live in well, Northeast or are going to be running in Northeast. Well, I, you know, you'll find out. Will. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll gain traction northeast and everywhere else. Well, um, and if any of our listeners have any runs that they want to share with us, yeah, that would be absolutely. great. I'm yeah. always looking for new runs. Yeah, tweet us at Pace the Nation uh, is is our new Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, let us know what we're uh, what, what those uh, secret runs or hidden gems are out there, and and maybe we'll come on a run with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris will bike share home. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure there's no hills at the end. I hesitated a little bit to, to dive into this topic, but I thought it was an interesting one that Joanna brought up. Um, she found an article, and I'm going to let her... Is it an article? It's just a message it's board. It's a message board thread. I'm sorry. Um, it's on, a post. Oh, a a post. message board post that posed the questions whether running stores were still relevant or not. And she posed it to, to Docs and I, and I said, yeah, I think that's a, that's a decent... Uh, subject and I'm not afraid to take that head on. I can think. I think that you know, running stores obviously are part of Pacers running business. Part of what we do. It's not all of what we do, but it's a part of what we do, and it's a big part of what we do. And I think, uh, I think they they still certainly are relevant. But um, I'll let you read this post from what what website was it from? Uh, this is from Let's Run. Okay. So I like to start my morning and I like to end my day with reading Let's Run. Um, for people who don't know, it's a website basically for running nerds it just has all sorts of information about what's happening in the running world but mm-hmm. it has world famous message boards and there's a lot of people that like to post in these messages now boards. who's who's deemed it world famous um well i think they market it that oh, way okay. but okay but this is where all of 
us running nerds can okay. come together and talk about things. Yeah, and I've, cer- I've certainly started my share of ridiculous posts. Definitely but, been on the, the, the message board there before. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and, and I've been on the front page for some of my posts. You have? Yeah. Like wow. the time that I made up that I saw Galen Rupp drinking a beer at a Portland bar. <laughs> you actually... What, it was what, false information? It was false information. And people got so worked up because, of course, somebody was like, oh, well, what dr- beer was he drinking? So I said he was drinking a Miller Lite. And then love, there love was that. a whole big discussion about how Galen Rupp would never drink a Miller Lite and that he would never go to this bar. And it was a whole big So thing. were you just trolling? For... Oh, just trolling. Just wow. entertaining myself at work. This is when I wor- still worked at the library. Okay, good. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I have been on this, this message board and it does have you if you make a comment like that it does generate a lot of interest and activity so this particular comment the um the first person to post posed the question do we actually need running shoe stores and this is word for word what he posted so he said siri or she seriously is there any need for running shoe stores in the modern age what exactly is their purpose They base their sales tactics on outdated information regarding foot type and insist they know what is best for you. They sell you a bunch of junk like water belts, gels, paste bands, and use dudes to sell a woman a sports bra. Other than keeping uneducated adults employed, what is the purpose that they serve? Wow. Yes. So I'm going to attack that last comment first because I work in a running shoe store and I can tell you that I am very educated. Not only do I have a master's, I scored very well in the SATs and I'm a member of Mensa. So I would say that I probably have more education than this guy, but that's getting into the nitty gritty. Let's get into the meat of the matter. Yeah, let's not attack attack the troll here. Yeah, I'm not going to get down to his level. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But let's talk. Anymore. 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 (laughs) I just had to put that out there. Yeah. If he wants to go head to head in a trivia contest or do some calculus problems, I'm here. Card catalog. Yeah. I mean, she will smoke well, We can them. talk, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's more important to talk about his question, which is, is there any need for running shoe stores in the modern age? So um, let's, let's actually start with one of the things that another person posted. So another person posted, running shoe stores and other internet sites all seem to try to sell the current styles at full price. This must hurt their business. So I could see how someone would think that, but... The manufacturers are the ones who actually dictate the prices that we sell the products for. Uh, the only products that we can sell for uh, less than manufactured suggested retail or put on sale are the out-of-date models. So inline shoes uh, are the ones that are going to be full price. The last seasons or retired models, those are the ones that will be or, or can be put on sale. What what would happen to you if you actually put something on sale that was still current? Good good question. We actually could lose our contract uh, with those major vendors, which we're not in the business of doing. So we do have sale shoes, and those are retired models that are last seasons or out of uh, out of date shoes that do go on sale. And uh, generally, that's what you would see online when you're looking at a shoe that is on sale. It's an old model. It's not the new stuff that Pacers Running carries. Well, that that seems pretty straightforward to that point. What about some of the other points that they raised? Specifically, the, the general thing, do we really need running shoe stores? Well, I think that running shoe stores are heart of the local running community. I think that's probably the biggest reason for the existence of the stores. 
Well, yeah, because I think that when you have an online store or a big box store, they don't really care very much about the community. And when you have these smaller specialty retail stores, they really care about the community and they're in the community putting on races and runs. And like at Clarendon this week, we have our Brooks prom run. So oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, our fun runners are going to dress up yeah. for prom. And you'll we're gonna have, have to update us. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you how I'll tell you how it goes. Yeah, how that goes. We're going to be like hanging balloons all day. Like I just that's something that you get at a specialty running store that you do not get online and and i agree organizing runs i think is one of the most important functions of running stores and what they are doing for the community yeah i think also from my perspective being an outsider on on pacers or running shoe stores in general if you if you will it it is a community of runners even that that work in the store or a community that is educated and they know about the products that they're that they're selling and uh, you know like my experience was once i once i moved up to the marathon that was a new distance for me and i would go into the store and i would ask questions about you know gel packs and uh right. goose and it, other things to take really stuff that was outside of my my comfort zone and and i felt like the employees in the store were all educated enough to talk about the products that they were that they were selling and to be honest, I you know you're not you're not going to find that online. You're not going to find that at a at a big box store that sells um, all sorts of sporting goods. I mean, really, you ask them a question about gels or goose, they're like, yeah, we have them in strawberry and we have them in lemon lime, right? You know, and it's just hard to get that niche information about the real information you're looking for is, well, how am I going to use this when I'm going to go do a 20 mile run? And I think the running shoe stores function is is good for that. Well, and I also think that this is a good time to mention that I don't know how it works at other running stores, but at Pacers Running, we don't work on commission. So we are literally there because we want to talk to you about running. And it doesn't matter if you buy something from us. We just want to talk to you about running. And we've all come from diverse backgrounds. And that's what you get when you come in the stores. I'm going to go back to my old career, which is working in libraries, where it's great that you have all this information that's on the Internet. Um, and, and I'm talking about information that you could find in a library or about running shoes and there's so much out there that it can be hard to weed through and that's where you need somebody who is trained in in this specific field and who can really talk to you about what you need and what you're buying it's like if you're going to buy a car like i'm not going to just look on the internet and be like oh well this red one looks super cute i'm going to buy it like i want to test it out i want to talk to people who know something about cars and who can give me good advice i i totally agree yeah, and uh, you know, to say that a man can't sell a sports bra seems very 1950s to me. I mean, who's this poster? Don Draper, season one. It's like saying a cross country coach had to go, had to be a great runner. And we all know that there are great coaches who didn't run, and there are some great runners who can't coach. I assume that a great sports bra salesman needs to be educated on the product, man or woman. I don't, I don't think it really matters. I totally agree, and I think Brandon over in Old Town, if a woman wants a sports brawl, go see Brandon over in Old Town. He's great at it. And I loved your Don Draper uh, reference. I wonder how many of our listeners know who Don Draper is. What do you think? Well, this is a quiz, I guess. What do you think? I mean, you know, tweet us. If you know who Don Draper is at Pace the Nation, or if you don't know who Don Draper is, you can tweet us at Pace the Nation, too. Yeah, I mean... The, some of the other stuff that he's talking about, like the water belt and right. things like that, I mean, it's. I think it's a bit. I, I don't. I don't want to be insulting to this guy, 
But I don't, I don't have a better way to say this. I mean, it's a bit narrow-minded to think that right. everybody is the same as him. Right. And, and to think that because he doesn't use a water belt, that, that nobody else wants a water belt. I mean, sure, there's people out there that don't wear them, but there are also people out there that do wear them. There's a lot of people out there that do. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Well, I also think that he probably wasn't coming into a Pacers running store or anything that's probably in the D.C. metro area because I think around here we have really great running stores and we've been spoiled where he he could be posting from anywhere in America and maybe he doesn't have the luxury of a really great running store that he can go to. That's true. We don't know, we don't know what his experience is. That's true. By the way, this po- podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Pacers Running, if you couldn't tell. Uh, Pacers Running with five area locations. Pacers running, we are for every run. So, Joanna, I think um, we understand where you stand on that. Um, I think you put him in his place. Did you comment on that message board thread? I, I couldn't get involved. I would just get too fired up. Yeah, you seem pretty fired up when you uh, when you text us that article. Which was outside of my normal texting window. Yeah, she, she's got a wide texting window, yeah. it seems. I mean, it's like 6.30 in the morning. When she's done with her run, and then we got one at like ten thirty at night or something like that. Yeah, she doesn't sleep, I guess. Or she's obsessed with this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe a little bit. Of but there was no, there were no texts in between. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, that's when I was at work. Yeah. Uh, a new segment, Docs, that uh, we wanted to, to start this week is the mailbag. I think it's a great idea that you had here, and I know you had. Well, we got a, a submission. We got a, a question from a listener. Okay. And uh, thought, hey, actually, this could be a, a good segment, you know. So if you have questions out there, feel free to write us. Um, Tim from Arlington writes, I feel like it's more natural for me to run in the afternoons later in the day. But as summer has arrived, I have tried to get my run in before work. This is new territory for me. Do you have any advice on any adjustments to my routine that could help out? You're gonna to have to get up early, Tim. Well, well that's a good point. The, the, I think what jo- Joanna is up at five a.m. Like, what's the temperature when you're running at five a.m.? Um, it's probably just a couple degrees cooler than it is in the rest of the day. It's okay, usually so that's a like terrible s- idea. Then. Okay, no, it's it is cooler, and yeah. um, there's uh, like, is there less humidity in the morning? It's better to run in the morning yeah. than it is later in the day for sure. But what do you, what do you do? What do I do to get up early? Well, you say you get up at five. Mm-hmm. Do you run like right away? Do you jump out of bed and run, or do you have to do something different? Sure, it depends. I think on how long I'm going. So a lot of my just like bread and butter runs are five miles. So in that case, I get up, I spend maybe fifteen minutes getting ready, drinking a little bit of water, and then I get out the door. If I'm going to run like an eight or ten miler, then I'll have some you can before I leave. Yeah. So then it's maybe like half an hour, forty five minutes that I'm up before I run. So it just depends on how long I'm going for. What's you can? Oh my God, you can is the greatest product ever. Better it- than better than maple water. <laughs> oh, the Canadian sports drink? Yeah. Um, well, I've never, I'd say yes. Well, I've never had um, maple water, so I don't know that I can compare them. Comment on that? Yeah. Right. But UCAN is this amazing... Um, it's a... It's an energy... Supplement? It's not a supplement. I don't want to call it that. It's UCAN. What do, what do they say it is? 
Yeah, so you can, it starts as a powder and you put it into mm-hmm. water. It's best mm-hmm. if it's in a blender bottle and then you shake it up and you drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has this super starch in it, so you have 90 minutes of sustained energy, so you don't have those rises and falls that you get with, like, goose or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's similar to eating before you run? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It gives I, you some substance, yeah. for sure. Uh, but, it, I mean, it is an electrolyte drink. It's kind of a shake. It's... You can put you can have ones with protein in it. A super starch. They a call super it a super starch. Mm-hmm. And I have a I have a really sensitive stomach, and so it's I easily can't. Digestible. Yeah, I can't eat before I run. Right. I need to have four hours of not eating before I go for a run, which is another reason I run in the morning. Yep. So uh. so that's a good that, so that's a good piece of advice. Get up early. Uh, have some you can that uh, you can digest quickly and go for a, what half so what hour you, later. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What do you need? Half an hour to. Yeah, half an hour. So you can half an hour out the door, get your run in, take advantage of that. A little cooler temperatures, and and I'd also recommend running on the the trails that we uh, recommended earlier, or trails in your wherever you're running. Because then you have shade. Shade, lot cooler. Well, and I also think it's important not just to think about your morning routine, but the night before. So if you're if you go to bed late, it's going to be harder for you to get up if you're used to sleeping in. Right. So you need to start setting your alarm so that you're going to bed earlier and it's hard if it's hard if you go to bed normally at midnight to then all of a sudden start going to bed at nine so you'll need to start with 20 minutes earlier every night until you start going to bed whenever you want to go to bed yeah and yeah just consistency and and getting in the habit of it is crucial and i'd say right now as we are at the end of may is a good time to develop those habits because once the middle of june july come around there's really no good time to run i'd say except for them except for the early mornings uh so to me running in the mornings is 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 a must in the summer you you don't think we should be running at high noon no probably not i believe in college i would do that but no probably i wouldn't say high noon High noon at the golf course. No. <laughs> Probably. Well, and Tim, who originally asked the question, habits take about two weeks to form. So right. if you start now in two weeks, you should be good at getting up and running in the morning. Yeah. So uh, start now and check back in with us. Let us know how it goes. Uh, I also I also think changing your route up, you know, kind of keeps you always sort of... Um, you know, motivated and engaged in different ways. So I, I would recommend that not going all the same same route every single morning. Well, I like the segment. Um, I think our listeners can either ask questions that they want to have answered, or they can lob some softballs to us and ask questions that they think we should talk about. Either yeah. one is a, a good option. Yeah, either one is good for the mailbag, and you can uh, either tweet them in. At pace the nation, or you can uh, email. I don't know why you why what you have against the U.S. Post Office, yeah, but you can I also know. send a letter. You can send a letter, but uh, you you can you, you probably the easier way is to uh, email them, and you can email email them to Joanna at runpacers dot com, or you can hang out at a bike share and wait for Farley <laughs> to show up and just at the ask bottom him of a hill at the bottom of the hill and ask Farley when he shows up. That's also a very good, but you got to. You got that. That's probably a more risky way of actually getting that information to us, because you're not necessarily always going to see me there. But uh-huh. you can do that too. Well, just just to provide some variety. All right. Well, we had a great guest, as we mentioned last week, and Lisa Reeves. 
we are tracking down. We talked about Sandwich Todd and his training, uh, and we're tracking him down and hopefully going to have him in the near future. We also have a couple other guests that we have slated for future shows. Charlie Ban. My nemesis. Your nemesis, editor of Run Washington. Uh, he's committed to coming on the show uh, and talking about all things running in D.C. And this is kind of a big deal, listeners, because this is like Biggie and Tupac being <laughs> in the same place. And obviously you're Biggie. Biggie, and he's Tupac, right? Doesn't end well for anyone. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't in the same way. Uh, also, um, we have a commitment from uh, Coach Matt Sensuitz, uh Former Olympian or Olympian, once Olympian, always Olympian, uh, and coach of American University and the Pacers racing team as well. He's committed to coming on the show, and he's always good for a few good stories. And it's possible that that might break the record for longest podcast. It could, yeah, it could. So hopefully, you can and I'm hang, excited, and hopefully you can hang in there with us for that. And besides those, of course, we've got a few other surprises lined up for guests in the future. So look forward to that. Declaring in construction. Joanna, what are the updates? Okay. So I know that I've mentioned the sidewalk before and people have gotten really excited thinking that maybe the sidewalk was done on Clarendon Boulevard, mm-hmm. but it's not. They're still working on it. Um, and the big news is that the whole in front of our window where the treadmill is now is being is filled in and the sidewalk in front big news that is very big that is so what was underneath the hole there's actually a tunnel that goes from the building to the metro so they were working on that tunnel and now that project is finished so they're completing the sidewalk tiling on top of the hole which is which is the biggest news ever that's huge Um, And then the other things that I'll talk about. So work continues on the radius. So if you go in front of the store where our old door is, you can see the work that they're doing on um, enclosing the round part of the store that's on the corner. Yep. Um, And then if anyone had visited the store yesterday, I am apologizing for the smell. Oh, it was awful. Um, what was that from? Was it from the frosting in the it, office? It may have been. I mean, it was like a glue. I mean, I, I'm surprised the employees didn't pass out. Everyone, but I think, got a little. It was tipsy. an awful, <laughs> awful smell. Maybe glue. Maybe I don't know how to describe it, but it was bad. And that was from um, work that was happening in the office, which is where we broadcast from, right next door to the store. Yep. Um, and that's all I have for this week. But well, next, that's a lot. Yeah, and next week there'll be more exciting things to talk about. How many uh, fans of Walls came in to check it out? You know, none that, that specifically talked to me, uh-huh. but I hope that there are fans of Walls out there. Well, I, I think on the last podcast you said any any Wall fans come in and see this. Um, perhaps they just are incognito. Well, maybe they're shy. Maybe people who are into Walls are shy. Wallflowers. They, they put up Walls. Well, the construction hopefully will be done middle of June, and then we'll have some more updates on the other construction that's happening, 14th Street, and Navy Yard, as we mentioned last last week's uh, on last week's program. So we'll somehow keep the segment going, which I'm sure everybody's excited about. So this is Pace the Nation. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Pace the Nation. 
Email us in some thoughts, comments, suggestions, segment ideas. We always are looking forward to your, forward to your feedback. We appreciate you listening. Good show, guys. So for Joanna Russo and William E. Docs, I'm Chris Farley. We'll see you next week.